As I'm sure you're aware, one of the dangers of <laughs> recording a podcast and talking about something that's topical or has just happened when you record it is, of course, that by the time some people listen to the podcast, this could have happened a few days ago, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, even a few years ago. <laughs> but that's what I'm going to do today, and I'm going to talk about tennis. So what's tennis got to do with your business? Welcome everybody, this is uh, Trevor Lee, this is the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast and this is episode 171. Now before I talk about tennis, I just want to remind you that you know if you've got an opportunity to deliver a presentation, whether it's a pitch for a new client or a pitch to investors or a pitch to an existing client or a presentation at an event, you know, remember, just make sure that you take the time to work out what the purpose of your presentation is. In other words, what do you want the outcome to be? And then put it together in that flowing order. All right, so you've got a good start and a big start and not a start that bangs on about you. And then three core messages maximum. Don't throw the kitchen sink at your key presentation or pitch. And then when you're doing the finish, you know, make sure that you, you tell people, your audience, what you want them to do. And throughout the whole pitch or presentation, make sure that if I'm on the receiving end of it, I feel as though it's all about me and not about you. Because that's what's going to interest me. That's really the crux of making this happen. And I've got a very exciting, uh, I'm recording this. Well, this is going out on Monday, July the 5th. So if you're listening to this on the day it goes out, then I'll be delivering a presentation pitch workshop at an iconic, uh, iconic venue, the Minac Theatre in Cornwall. So <laughs> I'm working with some budding entrepreneurs and there's a group they've hired me in to come and work with them on how to deliver a pitch. And um, yeah, so we're delivering at the Menak Theatre. So no slides, no screens. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> OK, so I'm really looking forward to that. So I'll give you some feedback on how that went. But again, when you're delivering your pitch or presentation, don't assume that, you know, you're going to be given a projector and a screen and all that stuff. So think differently. Think what you're going to do that's memorable. So I've got a, a start that, uh, that involves a card trick. Now, whether <laughs> there's going to be about 30 people there, so I'm, and, uh, and I'm not sure how this is going to come off, but you know, I'm going to do this card trick at the beginning and see how it works. And I've got a few props to take along as well. So think about that with you. And of course, if you need any help delivering that key presentation, and if it's really worth a lot to you, then think about you know, contacting someone who can help you, someone, a presentation coach, whether it's me or somebody else, but just get somebody in to help you maybe, just to walk through it. You know, we can do these things virtually very easily. And just to give you some feedback and advice. And whenever I do that with people, and I do it quite a lot these days, the, the two biggest things that I find myself saying to them is that A, you've got too many words on the slides, and B, the slides don't flow together. They just come in like individuals. And then also some people, you know, I also have a little bit of a dig about the fact that, you know, you're taking up 20% of your slide room with the company template to so get rid of that as well. So, you know, you have to make these opportunities work for you. So if you've got this key presentation or pitch coming up, you know, do that. Keep the words off the slides. It's not the words that kill, you know, not the slides that kill the audience and cause death by a PowerPoint. I think I may have mentioned in a previous podcast very soon that um, I, did a, a, a situ I did a virtual presentation session for a company recently and 
when I got to a certain part of the presentation, when I was talking about PowerPoint and death by PowerPoint, I said, right, how many slides have I used so far in this virtual presentation? And their guesses were between 15 and 23. And actually, I was up to number 68. So you can see that it's not the number of slides that cause death by PowerPoint. It's what you put on them. So ladies and gentlemen, get the words off the slides. You're delivering the words, not the slides. They're a prompt, not a script. Right, rant over. <laughs> so there we go. Right, let's talk about tennis. So what am I going to talk about tennis? Well, I'm recording this podcast on Friday. Where are we? Look at the calendar, July the 2nd. Now on Wednesday evening... I, uh, I'd been running, I'd been to the running club on Wednesday evening, uh, led a session there, got back about half eight, nine o'clock, bit late to eat, but needed something to eat after running, so put the TV on, and Andy Williams, uh, Andy Williams, <laughs> Andy Murray is, uh, is playing tennis at Wimbledon, and uh, they've just come back on after a break when they close the roof, because it takes about 15 minutes to close the roof, and then they get a three-minute sort of knock-up or four-minute knock-up to get used to the new conditions. So at that point, Andy Williams, uh, and, oh, I keep calling him Andy Williams, Andy Murray, my running mate's called Andy Williams, Andy Murray, was a, it was a tight situation. But apparently when he went off, you know, it was close. I think it was, uh, you know, he was, he, he needed to, you know, press on and win the match. But it was one set all, two all, something like that. So the point was, you know, when he came back on, he was re-inspired. But more importantly, he turned to a source of encouragement which we can all turn to. You know, now Andy Murray has got a coach, he's got a mentor, he's probably got a fit, well, he has a fitness trainer. He's got a whole entourage of people around him who he uses to help him become that, you know, that performer. This is a guy who's won three Grand Slam events, but he's now returning from, from surgery and injury and all that sort of stuff. And he's now 34 years old or whatever it is. So who did he turn to? When, well, when he needed help most, he didn't turn to any of those. He turned to the crowd for help. So my question to you is, who is your crowd? You know, who are the people that you turn to? Now, before, I, before I'm recording this, I've been on a networking event this morning and I, I you know, shared this with the networking event and there was about a dozen people on there. And when I came off the event, I realised that, you know, it'd been really an interesting networking event. And uh, I think people had listened to episode 170 because very few of them, well, in fact, no one of them said, oh, my name is and I'm from and we do, which happened at an earlier networking event this week. But what they did do was they shared some really useful information. And, you know, when I you know, explained to them what I was planning to do, and I talked about the Andy Murray situation, you know, and shared it with them. And we had a great conversation around it. So, you know, who is your crowd that you're going to and turning to? Is it your colleagues? Is it your customers? Is it your family? Is it your friends? Who is it? You know, who's going to do that? Now, Andy Murray turned to the crowd because he needs some help with his energy levels, his inspiration, He's got it, you know, and, and it turned into a passion, a belief, a determination. And the guy on the other side of the net after that, you know, he had no chance, really. And Murray played some great tennis, rolling back the years. He was totally fired up when he came back after that break for the roof. So two things to think about here, ladies and gentlemen. You can take that into a business context. Number one is, you know, think about when in business, you know, what, what's, what, who do we surround ourselves with in business? Because clearly the crowd play an important part, but he's still got the mentor, the coach, the fitness trainer and all the, all the rest of the entourage. So you've got your crowd and also your entourage, but who are you bringing in with your business? So think about it. You're probably bringing in people with what you might call technical or administration skills. 
you you know if you're I mean if you're a big organization you've got all these people on site but if you're a small business or you're a one person business then you might well be bringing in an accountant bookkeeper or a web developer a designer a virtual PA maybe things like that you know all functional things if you like that'll help you with your business but what, who are you bringing in that will help you with your business with your development and your personal skills as well as your business skills you know, are you, how many of you out there have got a coach that you work with on a regular basis or a trainer that you work with on a regular basis or a mentor or someone you, you know, is just, you know, you, you know, you meet it up with them every two or three weeks and just having a one hour session with them and just getting a feel for it. Now, I've got someone that I work with on that basis and it's really advantageous. So have a think about what you're doing to help yourself. And it takes me back to um, I was fortunate enough to go to the Ashridge Business School in my uh, my previous semi-corporate days. So about, oh, it must be 10 or 11 years ago when I was there now. But I came away with, with six words, and I've mentioned these on a previous podcast because three, three of those words are the same word. And they were simply this, get real, get connected, and get help. You know, if you want to be successful, do those three things. And get real is all about the situation around you. You know, you've got to be realistic about what's going on. Get connected is all the people that you associate with. That's where your crowd come in. You know, you've got connections. You've got connections with customers. You've got connections with colleagues, with suppliers, with business peers, all those sort of things. And then get help. And that's the thing I think in business, certainly here in, you know, what I've witnessed in the UK, that I think we still lack a little bit of, don't we? We don't like to hire people in because we think, oh, I don't need a coach. Why do I need a business coach, for goodness sake? You know, I know everything. I've been doing this job for 20 years. You know, I'm the CEO of this company. Goodness me, I don't need a coach. And that's one of the challenges I find when I'm working with people on presentations. Because if an organization brings me in to help, you know, deliver, you know, work with their team on a presentation, you know, I will know that most of the people they put on the program will be relatively new members or what you might call, you know, junior members of the team, if you like, or people who haven't been there very long. It's very rare that the senior team put their hand up and say, hey, we need this, Trevor, because we know we need help presenting. But what they have is, is that this view, oh, well, I've been doing this 20 years. I'm, I'm very happy stood in front of a group of people, Trevor. I don't need that. You know, let's get the team working on it. But often the CEOs and the people highest up the organization are the ones who really need the help the most. Because, hey, they're the ones who are probably delivering the big, important presentations and also, they're the ones, frankly, who are the worst at it because they don't follow the plan. <laughs> they just think they can, you know, almost, you know, just go for it, you know, off the cuff, you know, deliver it without even thinking about it. But you can't do that, can you? You've got to really make it happen. So, you know, if you think about Andy Murray, you know, and his tennis, he's been playing tennis for years, you know, he's still got a coach, he's still got a mentor, he's still got a fitness trainer, he's got all the entourage. And actually, as he's got you know, better and, you know, as, he's gr- as his ranking grew over the last 10 years, he added to that entourage. In business, we tend to do it in reverse, don't we? You know, we probably start off with thinking, oh, yeah, I'm at the start of my career. I need a bit of help. I need to go on a course. I need a, you know, a coach maybe for a bit. But as you grow up through the ranks, you tend to think, no, I don't need that now. So you, go, you, you scale back. You stop investing in your own development. And I think right now, you know, we all need to invest in our own development, don't we? So think about, you know, how you can be like Andy Murray, if you like, and get that inspiration and get that passion and that drive and that determination. 
And of course, it will rub off on your colleagues, won't it, as well? So whether you're, you know, you've got a sales territory or whether you're the sales manager or the sales director or the commercial director or the managing, whatever it is, you know, we can all do, can't we, with that help? So there we go. That's the, that's the message I want to share with you today, really, on today's podcast. <laughs> so, you know, make that happen for you. And of course, you know, like Murray, when you win, celebrate the moment. Celebrate the success. So if you, you know, whatever win means in your organization or for you, then celebrate that as well. But, you know, the key point is we can never, ever stop learning. And as soon as you pull up the drawbridge and say, whoa, that's enough, I know everything now, then someone is going to whiz past you and overtake you and move into a new dimension. And I've seen a lot of that in the last 15 months. People I work with who've been in their, you know, their role for quite a while and, they, and um, we're talking about, well, you haven't got to, going to do this virtually now. Oh, I don't need to do that. You know, it's just a temporary thing. Or, well, I know to do that anyway. But no, you don't. <laughs> so it's very hard sometimes for people to step back and say, hands up, I don't, need, I don't know how to do this. Even though I've been doing this job 20 years, it's almost as though they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's an admittance that they can't bring themselves to do. And if you're in that situation, then you need to, you need to well, I was going to say snap out of it, <laughs> but you need to change. You need to think, yes, I can learn more. So by listening to this podcast, you know, that is presumably you're listening to this because you're hoping to learn and pick up ideas and tips. So that's great. So yeah, I'm kind of preaching to the converted a little bit, aren't I? But, you know, tell your friends about this podcast. You know, if they're not learning, if they're, you know, if they're not in that learning environment, then encourage them to do that. Listen to this podcast, other podcasts, watch YouTube videos, you know, online courses, articles, books. God, we're surrounded by learning opportunities. And the world is moving, as we all know, at a fast pace. So you need to keep on learning. So there we go. That's that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes a podcast can come out of watching a bit of telly when you've been out running and you need something to eat, and suddenly there's something interesting on the on the screen. So uh, that was my inspiration for today's podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope it's given you some motivation to you know to get out there and and, and find some help somewhere that will inspire you and make make that thing happen for you. And if it's if you need some help from someone like me, then do get in touch. You know. Uh, contact me at trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk have a look at the Trevor Lee Media website connect with me on LinkedIn and if you like any of the stuff that I put on LinkedIn you know do share it comment on it that would be fantastic and if you'd like to leave a review for the podcast even better now I've got some over the next two or three weeks I've got some really interesting guests with a variety of topics coming up okay so you know which I hope will gain inspire you give you some thought-provoking ideas for your business so I've got a load of people who want to come on this podcast and at the moment I'm having to say no to some of them Um, which is interesting you know and it's an interesting concept in business isn't it saying no to people but I'm having to do that because I want to make sure that whoever comes on this show delivers great content for you the listener because then you will want to share it with your friends and, and, and the listenership will grow and that will be great right see you next week thanks for listening